thank you for joining us today for our Spirit and Truth Worship Center podcast. I am Sherea here with my mother, uh, Pastor Sarah Koppel. And I'm holding my new grandbaby, Anea, and she's in here on this podcast because we're talking about families. And today's topic is entitled Raising Emotionally Healthy Children. And Proverbs 22.6 says, raise up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. So our goal today is to give you some thoughts and some content that will help you if you're raising children or young adults. If you have a family, we want you to be encouraged today to know that if you raise up a child in the way that God wants us to, they will not depart from it. So I'm going to go ahead and let my mom kickstart this. Um, so many people in our society for generations had made IQ and how many, how good of grades kids get in school more important than EQ, which is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is by far more valuable than our IQ. There's people that can be off the charts geniuses, but if they're not emotionally competent, secure, solid, able to handle their emotions, they're, they're going to be troubled in their job field, getting along with people, um, having a family. If you're not emotionally intelligent, you can't have good relationships. You can't stick it out through the highs and the lows of life. And a lot of things are invo- are are affected by our emotions. When we don't learn how to deal with our, our toxic, negative emotions, our hurt, our pain, um, it affects mental health. People can really have so many talents and abilities and skills and you want to see so many great things from them and you know what they're capable of but they've never been accountable for their emotions they've never been accountable for their highs and their lows and their ups and their downs and it totally sabotages their success it sabotages their ability to get along with people and you can grow if you had um, depression if you've had anger issues if you've had low self-esteem and your family did not put into you emotional intelligence and maturity, you can learn how to develop that. That's been our, our journey as parents, my husband and myself, to get through the things that we were weak in, our growing up, our insecurities and our lack in our family systems, the things that we didn't get. As a couple, we started this journey early on to seek emotional, to really study emotional, healthy responses to life. And then to pass those abilities on to our children because building self-esteem is more important to your child's individuality. The affirmation of your of your child's personal competence in their emotions is far more important than them making straight A's in school. For them to be able to be independent, for us to be sensitive to who they are, to reinforce who they are as an individual, so they can grow up and leave us. I mean, we all want to keep our little family nucleus, but that is not really healthy for your children. So teaching them to be emotionally mature, to take on life, to handle the the pitfalls, to handle um, the failures, to handle negative people around them in an emotionally mature way, and not to internalize it and for them to feel like it takes away from who they are and If you can put that confidence in your children, they're going to succeed much greater in life and be able to do it for me when they can be successful separate from us. I don't feel like 
oh, I'm so sad that they're so successful handling their marriage good, handling their family good, handling their job without talking to me. I'm happy that I can say that they're autonomous and competent and able to deal with their highs and lows. And that comes first from how we deal with their emotions from infancy on. Yeah. And I think that emotional intelligence is something that they don't teach you. Mm -hmm. You're not going to learn that when you go to school. You're not going to learn that when you go into, you know, college entry level classes. And so it really has to be something that's put into the child in the home. That's where it's going to come from. It's not going to come from anywhere else. And emotional intelligence is of great value. I work for a school district currently and I was speaking with the HR director and we were just talking about expectations and who they're looking to hire. And he was telling me that in the future, emotional intelligence is going to rank over everything else. So they do a lot of tests, uh, competency tests, different things like that to get people into certain jobs. But emotional intelligence is becoming one of the number one sought after qualities in an individual. Because if you have emotional intelligence, that means you are able to not only connect well with others, but read the situation, read the room, understand how you are relating to other people, how they're relating to you, having emotional maturity so you don't aren't reactionary. You don't blow up every time. You don't blow up if there's miscommunication. You are mature enough in your emotions to know how to handle and filter through things. And those are the types of individuals that will go the farthest. And like you mentioned earlier, it's not based on intelligence, you know, on book smarts. It's not based on a degree that you may or may not have. It's based on your emotional ability to connect with others. And God made us to be in relationship with him and with other humans. And if we can be in relation with other humans to the best of our ability, if our emotions can be developed to such a point that we're able to get the most out of our family, friends, workplaces, then we'll truly be living our best life. And I think that children learn directly from their parents. Children pick up cues. They pick up, they have great sensory feelings when they're young for emotions. They know what you're feeling without you telling them. They know if something's wrong in the family. They, they know, pick up whatever vibe you're putting out. Right. If your energy's off, the kids are they feeling feel it. The they know if there's stress. They know you cannot say a word to them. They know when something's wrong. And I think capitalizing on their sensitivity as a child and teaching them how to develop their emotions, how to communicate their emotions, that is such a huge Not thing. Not being afraid of emotions. Parents cannot yes. be afraid to be honest about emotions. Right. And can't be afraid to delve in and say, how are you feeling? We call it taking a temperature. We know to take a temperature if we think a kid's going to have a high fever. Right. What can a high fever do? There's so many different things that can go wrong if a child has an out-of-control high fever, but we don't think about it emotionally. Right. What can happen to a child when they're out of control with their emotions, and we would rather not ask them and just take them, go to your room for a timeout, close the door. We don't want to deal with it. Where it's better, you know, Anea's so little right now, she's here laying on my shoulder, but it starts as a newborn baby. When the parent is sensitive, and in tune and answers that cry and soothes and and it's okay if the baby has a you're not going to lose your your temper you're not going to have a yes. meltdown because the baby's having a meltdown you got to keep it together right. and be in tune with her right and say what can we do to soothe this and what can we do to be a, a solid secure place for that baby children internalize your emotions your feelings the images of their parents approval or disapproval affects a child mm. 
When you have a negative feeling, they internalize it. Those internal images form a child's conscience and their self-worth. On the positive side, reasonable internalizing disapproval is experienced as guilt that shows children to control themselves without needing external interventions. However, the internal image of unreasonable emotions, disapproval, can become paralyzing Mm -hmm. to a child. So the thing about taking a temperature, when you kids would come home from school, they say it's so important to, parents sometimes just say, okay, my kids are gonna walk home from school and immediately I expect them to start doing homework. We always did a temperature check. When we picked you up from school, we say, how was school today? Right. We'd go get, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> we'd go get a snack and say, let's listen. And if you had a horrible day, we listen. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. Not denying it. If your kid is hurt, if they're disappointed, we're not nurturing the hurt to pity. We're not nurturing the hurt to being dependent or feeling victim, victimized. Right. But to be strengthened and right. to get it all out. To be able to release it and then say, you, you know what, we support you. We heard you, we we support you. And that's when, when there's times of failure, we support you, we don't focus on it. We're not unrealistic, we're not harsh, and we're not overly pitying you. Right. We listen objectively and then support. There's three ways that we deal with emotions. Repression, if, if you are ignored and your parents don't mm-hmm. care how you feel, People go inside of themselves yeah. and that can lead, repression can lead to depression because oh, you're yeah. hiding anger, you're hiding hurt, disappointment. You can't talk honestly to your family. There's a family lie that yeah. says, oh, this family's perfect when there's a million things going on internally or aggression. Mm, acting if out. you've been treated unfairly and your parents haven't been sensitive, thoughtful of your emotions and your feelings, they've been harsh. If you've had an authoritative family that's very, very unreasonable and their expectations then you can become aggressive which means you're angry all the time Mm -hmm. and you lash out and if somebody remotely reminds you of someone who's done you wrong you're ready to have a fight with them or you're ready to dislike them right because you've had unfair treatment so the right way not repression not holding it and ignoring it not aggression not taking it out on everybody else but healthy expression expression means that you accept all of your feelings as normal and work through them, mm. look at them, say, I'm insecure, mm-hmm. I took that wrong because I'm overly sensitive to mm. criticism, mm-hmm. and I need to just say, you know, a lot of times what people say about you or to you is more about them than it is you. Right. So if you accept it as a as an omen and you accept it as yours, then you're going to be depressed. But mm-hmm. if you realize they're negative, that's just who they are, I don't accept that they say I'm ugly mm-hmm. or I'm this or I'm that. I'm proud of who I am. So lean into the feelings, feel the feelings, what you feel you can heal. Mm-hmm. If you can't allow yourself to feel angry, sad, all of these things, that's emotional intelligence. I acknowledge how I feel and now I'm going to grow from it. Feel them and then let them go. And I think the great thing there is that it's not just, it's not just the child who's benefiting, it's the parent by teaching the child because whenever we're able to teach our children, it also opens up a component inside of us. And I think it's so important that we learn emotional intelligence from a young age, like you're saying, expressing your feelings, because they don't go away. Whenever we push them down, they're still there. And I think you meet a lot of people where you just tap on the surface and you go, whoa, what's underneath all that? And you can tell that they just shove some things down and they don't even know why they're mad after a while. 
they don't know why they don't like certain people or why they act a certain way because it's been so many years of shoving those emotions and not processing them that they're unhappy and they don't know why. They have a sour look on their face and they don't, nothing's wrong in the day, but they're already negatively viewing things. And I think it's so important that we learn how to express our emotions and not be threatened by them. And I think so much of this work is done by the individual, like you said, so that if somebody confronts me, if I have an unfortunate situation throughout my day, if something happens at work, I don't let it defeat my entire day. I have enough emotional intelligence to take a little break to go outside and go, wow, that was horrible. And realize that person was probably raised by mostly immature parents. Yeah. Who did not put into them. Right. And regardless, it still hurts. It still feels uncomfortable. And even as leaders, you'll have some people do or say certain things that you're just like, where did that come from? But if you're able to process and to differentiate and say, like you said, it's not about me. This person is unloading on me, but I'm not going to accept it and take it in and digest it and hold it inside of me. I'm going to release it and I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go to Starbucks. I'm going to go through a drive-thru. I'm going to go take a walk and I'm going to, or I'm going to go pray for a minute or read a Bible, read a scripture have a laugh, call somebody, and I'm going to come back and I'm going to have a good day. And I think those are the people that will go the farthest in life because they learn how to release those tension and maybe scary-filled moments and find that joy again by saying, I'm going to elevate. I'm not going to go down to that level. And that all comes down to emotional intelligence. And I think that if we can teach our children at a young age, we will equip them when they go to high school. When they go into college, they won't have their head down. They won't be insecure. They won't feel all of those feelings or be depressed. You know, a lot of parents say, oh, I didn't know my child was going through all this. Well, that means that there wasn't an open dialogue there of expressing emotion because there has to be an environment where the child feels that they can express it in a safe place. So for our families to create that safe space to express emotion and then to grow emotionally is the ultimate goal. And to keep emotionally being in tune taking that temperature and not over-spiritualizing. Right. Just letting how how they feel is how they feel and not being the parent that makes your kid needy. Right. Sometimes kids want to be emotionally independent and they want to be emotionally intelligent, but they have needy parents. Right. That want them and, oh, my poor baby, they're being bullied. You know what? When you put that out there, what you put out is going to return to you. Yeah. What you keep talking about, you're going to get. So when you make them feel incompetent, or pitiful or a victim you've got to give them that support to say I am sympathetic I can let you tell me how you feel without giving you my opinion yep then I'm gonna hug you I'm gonna pray over you and then I'm gonna reinforce all the good in you right that helps them to grow up and not be needy and pitiful and angry and go and be self-destructive because their identity is so confused because they haven't been trained emotionally but they're expected to get good grades in school there's kids that are brilliant in school and they feel no connection to their family. Yeah. No one's ever listened to their hurts. Definitely. No one's ever known that they've been abused or had things happen to them because it didn't matter. Their emotions was not important to anybody. Right. And they have a hard time feeling connected in life. So how do you stay connected is to be able to allow feelings to be their feelings. Mm -hmm. When you guys were angry, I would take it. If you felt like I was unfair, I would try to see it through your eyes and say, I am so sorry. I blew it. And you're angry and I'm not like I'm the mother you shouldn't feel that way right you felt that way and I need to look at myself as a mom and then I need to ask your forgiveness and of course if you had anything to talk to when you felt like your girlfriends were being unfair or betraying you I would listen to you and I try to be that girlfriend for you mm-hmm. 
And it's like, you know what, we're going to keep growing even if people disappoint us. Right. And not minimizing a child's feelings, not minimizing their experiences and saying, oh, who cares? Or blowing it off. Oh, you're a child. Or, oh, that's just teenagers. Mm -hmm. Because it's very real to them. Whatever they're feeling or experiencing, it's a big deal to their world. So to validate it and to process it. And give them tools. Yes. How to get through How it. to get through it. How to soothe themselves. How to find joy. Yeah. Tools to not be stuck in. Right. I'm just hurt and I'm going to be a victim. Right. But, and I'm going to get revenge and I'm going to be snotty when I go back. Right. Hold your head up high. Right. And go back in as if you're the queen of Sheba. Yep. And with, with how you feel and dressing up will, will match. You'll feel that way. If you feel down, I try to dress up and look nice. I don't want the devil or the enemy to know when I'm down sometimes yeah. because I'll share that with my intimate circle and I get the comfort I need, the right places. If you need counseling, go to counseling. Right. If you need to read or if you need to get medication from your doctor, whatever you need to do, get the tools, but then grow through it and mature and get that emotional intelligence Yeah. equivalent to your IQ that you work on. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I'll end my thought with this one. Uh, I had a Bible school professor. You mentioned don't over-spiritualize. And he said, sometimes we get so low, the last person to beat on is the devil. And the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. So the point is, life is life. Sometimes you'll have highs and lows, and it has nothing to do with anything else. Um, some days will just be bad days, and we have to be emotionally mature enough to not have a breakdown every time or to not let us stop us in our tracks or if we're on an upward trajectory, we can't let us take it down. You know, so many people are kind of up and down every week. They're kind of doing stuff and they're they're on board and they're pumped and they're on fire for God. And then something comes along that's really life and they're all the way back down. And then we got to work them all the way back up. Mm -hmm. So knowing that life happens, but God is good and family is there for you and you can process and be emotionally secure and mature. That is the goal. Well... That was a good topic, and I think Inez had about all she can handle. I think so, too. So we're going to... She's listening, but she is only three weeks old, and I think we're going to have to... We're going to wrap this thing up. And work on our emotional... Feeling the, the needs of our children emotionally is just as important as them getting good grades in school is to yes. have a healthy emotional life yes. in your family life. And to be in tune with your kids. I don't want anybody else to know more about my kids than I do as far yeah. as supporting them and all of that. Definitely. I don't want to be naive. And there's nothing too bad that you can tell me. My parents made that sure for us. If you if you have done the worst thing in the world, you come and tell us. Mm -hmm. we're, it doesn't mean we approve, but we're your support system. Right. If you're going to find the way out of it, if you're going to get healing, if you're going to get strength, it should be at home. Right. It should be with your parents. Right. We'll, we'll listen to anything you're going through. Any topic is not off limits yes. in the family. And we want to develop emotional strength and independence that you, if something happened to us tomorrow, you guys would be strong and go on. Yeah. That next generation. Shaken. Yes. Okay. Well, bow your heads and pray with us. Thank you, Jesus, for this word today. I pray that you would help us raise emotionally mature and connected young children, young people to go for to be a stronger and better next generation. I pray that you would help us to equip our children, to equip those people that we come in contact with, with tools, with resources, with a safe place that they can grow and mature emotionally and know that they are formed in your image, that they have a purpose and a plan for their lives. And I pray that you would help us to love each other in a greater way. And we give you all the praise today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.